Welcome to the Leadership Boost with your host, Sean Smith. Today is Relationship Saturday, and before we get into the episode for this morning, uh, let's hear from one of the people that uh, went through the relationship building plan or process or program with me. Um, it's This is Jeff, and uh, he's sharing um, just a little bit of his insight. Thank you for listening, and thank you, Jeff, for sharing with us. And let's get on to the episode straight after that. Yes, hello. My name is Jeff Brown. I, My wife and I did premarital coaching with Sean Smith earlier this year. I highly recommend this. It's a great coaching program. Uh, we learned a lot about ourselves and a lot about each other. Um, Sean gave us practical points and principles to do premarital coaching. Uh, there was a lot of uh, self-development and learning about uh, your spouse as well and bringing that into the context of marriage. We uh, discussed what our roles look like in marriage and we set practical goals to help us in our marriage and I highly recommend it. Thanks. Welcome to the Leadership Boost. The leadership Boost. Boosting your leadership into high performance. With your host, Sean Smith. Updating you with the points and principles to sharpen your skill so you can make a difference and have an impact in whatever leadership role you find yourself in right now. Forget the fluff and get the stuff with Sean. We're talking Relationship Saturday, building the foundation you know, the interesting thing was when when Michelle and I got married in 1982, March 1982, uh, we had no grounding, no foundation, no, uh, no entrance, no idea about what was important, what wasn't important, how, you know, how to go about this. We were in love. But you know what I discovered was love is just not enough. Love, you know, you can, I love my wife, I love my, my, um, my husband, I love, we, we, we're so in love, but love doesn't produce success in your relationship. Love doesn't produce success. In fact, you know, among, in America, I did some, some, some research, and among the conservatives, you know, you, so your Bible Belt, your conservative area of um, of America, they there is this huge, you know. I mean, people love each other. They talk about love. They they think about love, and yet the highest divorce rate is amongst the conservatives. <laughs> Interesting. So, what I've discovered over the years, and talking to people, people will, you know, couples will come and sit and say, "We love each other," and yet they cannot. Uh, tolerate each other. They cannot they cannot stand in each other's presence. They cannot communicate with each other. They can they can love each other and be sitting next to each other, but be as distant as you know the East is from the West, basically. Many times, and you know that's the thing is many times separation, divorces take place, breakups take place. And you know these things divorce and separation are sort of the the long-term effect of something that's happened in the heart, something that's happened in the soul way before that. You know, a, a cynicism, a sarcasm, a, a growing anger, 
irritation, a growing separation grows in the heart way before it actually happens. And then we startled when it happens. The simple fact of the matter is, and then we go, you know, well, we don't really love each other anymore. And, you know, we don't, she doesn't satisfy me or, you know, in some form or fashion, she's crazy. And, you know, he's, you know, he doesn't really care about me anymore. And so we've got this separation that takes place. And yet when they separate it, they discover how much they actually love each other. And, you know, now they begin to, to put on tremendous, you know, they have to sort of justify their position. So they will, they will bring up arguments, they will talk bad, they will do whatever they can to protect their position, to defend their position, to justify their action. And the fact of the matter is they, they actually have not, um, they've not, uh, they, they've not acknowledged their feeling for each other. They've not acknowledged that they actually do love each other. So the point that I'm trying to make is, is that Love is not what matters. It, you know, people write to me often and say, well, you've forgotten love. And I say, well, you know, love, the love we're talking, the love that makes marriage work is not the kind of love that, that you experience when you meet each other. It's the kind of love that makes marriage endure is the kind of love that is approached from a very practical point of view. Because I'm telling you, there are days that you don't feel like loving. There are days that she or he is not your best friend. You don't feel like that anyway. There's days that you doubt their their love for you. That you there's days that that it just feels like you're distant. But true love, true love that has that is based upon awareness, discovery, understanding, consideration, respect, honor commitment, dedication, loyalty, that kind of love that is, has a practical implication is the love that builds foundations that last for the long term. It's easy to get by on a lot of things, which is just, you know, the feeling based. So we can go on feelings, we can go on the, the sort of this general concept of love without the practical implications and discover later on down the line that I don't know this person. That's really what happens. So what is building the foundation about? What I discovered, something I discovered, I didn't know this. When we got married, didn't know this. I thought I knew Michelle. I didn't. I thought I understood her. I didn't. It took me a long while to, you know, many years of of study and learning and <laughs> discovery to find out who she really is. And when I discovered, it helped a lot. Have you ever been in a situation where you get into an argument as a couple and you walk away and you say, what was that about? And please don't tell me you never ever have disagreements. I think some, one of the worst things that can happen is when you don't disagree. Um, you know, some couples go, we never disagree. We always find as a No, you, you're trying to live in some utopian place and you're not actually getting to the nitty-gritty of things. But you can work in a situation, you can be in a relationship where you suddenly have conflict, you walk away and you say, what was that about? How, how, what are we arguing about? Many times Michelle and I had that. And of course, as I've shared before, as our first three years was 
disastrous when it came. We ought, we loved each other. Listen, we really, really loved each other. I adore that woman, and uh, but we just had this conflict going on within ourselves, and I didn't understand. I didn't know what it was. What what were we in conflict about? And and so as the time went on, the conflict grew deeper. And then I discovered, wait a minute, I need to understand something about this woman. And she doesn't understand me. We come from totally different backgrounds, different family cultures. You know, we, we come from totally different point of views, uh, religious backgrounds or spiritual backgrounds, rather. Um, maybe it was religious. I didn't have a religious background, you understand? So my home was like, Okay, everything goes kind of thing. And Michelle comes from this very staid, conservative, Pentecostal background. So now you throw these two people together and there's conflict. Why? Well, we may be opposites, but as we discover, as we become aware of, as we understand, consider, and respect each other's values, now we can begin to see this Growing together, taking place. You want to be aware of each other's core values before you enter the commitment. Or you want to become aware of them now. Isn't it time to do a tune-up, a check-up, an assessment in your marriage and say, in your relationship and say, where are we in our, in our values? One of the things that bind organizations, corporations, and keep them focused on on where they're going is their value system. That's what binds the thing together. That's what creates the culture. So very much the same in your relationships and specifically in your marriage relationships. So these principles apply everywhere. And what I discovered was that if I sat down and helped a couple discover what their values are, then suddenly they they actually begin to understand each other. They can respect each other because they're um, aware of each other. And now they can begin to journey together. They, are, they have awareness. The problem is, is that most people don't even understand their own values. They don't even know they have values, what those values are, and why they, why they value that. And I'm not trying to keep this, you know, as a purely logical thing, but it's it's part of our makeup, our upbringing, our education, our friends, our, you know, just our life journey to where we come to, where we are married or have been married. It doesn't matter, you know, everything has begun to create a culture in your life that forms values, that, that something that you value. And so, you know, your core values well, let's say it like this. It's a whole lot easier when you understand you and when you understand your partner. It's a whole lot easier when you understand what is important to them. Otherwise, what we're trying to do is we're trying to impose. It's logical. Don't you understand? It's logical. This is important. and But we don't say it like that. But to us, it's like, it's logical. Don't you see it? But they don't. Their values actually form their perspective, form their whole point of view. And so we don't, we're thinking they're seeing it our way and, and we can't understand. So they must be crazy. They must be offbeat. They must be a beast. You know, they must be horrible. They, something's wrong with you. Something's wrong with you. 
you know, what did you, what did your, your parents teach you? There's something wrong with you that you don't see it my way. And the fact of the matter is, is they've got these deeply embedded, your core values, your core values are deeply held beliefs and convictions that shape who you are, that motivates you and forms your behavior and your decisions. They authentically describe who you are. And what they do is they ignite, drive your thinking, your decisions, how you behave, how you consider things. Very deeply, deeply held beliefs. And but the problem is, is that I don't even understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. You know, as like I've mentioned before, is I was doing a workshop on on building trust and influencing your partner. Uh, your 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 relationships, you know, bringing influence and specifically in your marriage. You, and and one of the things we need to do is understand each other. And this is part of understanding. It takes a skill, not a skill, but it, it takes time. It takes it takes effort. It takes commitment and dedication and a bit of effort to actually discover what do they believe. What what, what makes it? What's your makeup? You know, we, we go, well, we've got similar things, you know, we and what you're do, doing is discovering a little bit of your um, of your values. You know, when you go, yeah, we, you know, we, we talk about the same things, we, on, we you know, we, we're sort of on the same page in so many areas. That's a little bit of your values that have been expressed. But when you suddenly, when you have those moments when you're not on the same page and you don't know why. You don't know why. Well, it's that. That's the reason. So, you want to become aware of each other's values before or now. And and I like to, to really encourage a checkup often. Often. Do a checkup on your um, values. Do a checkup on the things that are important to you in marriage. And that's what we need to basically look with. If, if we, you, you know, you have to live in integrity to your values, not, and not in conflict to your values. So let's move me down here a little bit. <clears throat> so you have to live in integrity to your values. If you're not true to your values, you're frustrated, you're going to get angry, irritated, and it's going to spill over then into your relationship. There's going to be stress in your relationship. You have to respect your spouse's values. And not be in conflict with them. Because if you conflict with them, that's when arguments, that's when communication breaks down, etc. You know, so a whole bunch of things begin to, it, it's not a notable, noticeable uh, situation or symptoms immediately. But there's a, con, a slow breakdown in there, in your, um, in your uh, relationship. There's, there's a slow breakdown that begins to happen because of values. There's a misalignment. And that alignment is like, I don't have to, you know, value what you value really, but I need to understand your values and respect and honor those values, work around those values. That's why when when you, when you I'm journeying with, a, in, in building a married couple, you know, working with their relationship, you've got to work with both. And and this, so that there's a discovery of both their values and they begin to communicate those values. So 
You need to discover your values then in your relationship and honor them. So over the years, what you do is you discover that the things that you agree on, the things that you you both going, yeah, you know, this is like, this is, we love this. It's important to both of us. Those things get entrenched and now you begin to build values within your relationship, within your family, gets passed on to the children, etc. You know, so you, you do find those areas now that you agree on and say, this is important. But just because your partner or your spouse has something, a different value to you, doesn't mean that there's something wrong with them. They're not crazy. They're not an animal. They're not a beast. They're not way off. They, they're not out of love with you. You just need to be aware of theirs, yours, live in integrity to them, value them, respect them, honor them, and discover your own together. What do you value together? Now, there will be cross-pollination, but you've got to find first, as an individual, who are you? Who are you and what is important to you? Because if you don't, then you're going to be trying to adapt continually, trying to be what somebody else isn't, and you're not being true to yourself, and you're going to create frustration and anger within yourself. So, very important. How are we doing on time? Okay. So, your core values in, in your relationship are often expressed in expectations, in desires, needs, priorities, preferences. You could, you know, what is important to you? That's my question is like, what is important to you? You need to sit down and list what is important to you. Is, is it romance? Is it intimacy? Is it friendship? Is it respect? Is it financial prudence? Fun? It could be fun. Adventure? What's important to you? You know, because if I'm a fun-loving person, like doing adventure, and my wife isn't, and she's like going... And I'm more like every every opportunity I get, I'm out doing something adventurous. Then she's going to go, uh, why aren't you not spending time with me? Why are you always out there? Why, you know? And and initially it's a loving kind of situation. Oh, that's that's my husband. That's you know he loves doing that kind of thing. But then slowly but surely, if if it conflicts with her and she doesn't understand it and she doesn't want to understand it, then suddenly is this area of like. Why are you doing that? You should you should be paying attention. You should be, you should be, you should be. And it's not important to him. But when he understands her, etc., etc. You know, you like um, Titus says, you need to value them. That is the truth. So friendship, respect, financial prudence, fun, talking, communicating is important. And intimacy is not necessarily sex. You understand it could be holding hands sitting watching a movie together, romance is doing romantic things together. And what about children and their boundaries? What about discipline? You know, those are areas that we we don't often indulge, but we need to. It's it's like the 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 wider perspective to the thing. Family, you know, the family relationship, the family situation, family culture, social, you know, our social life, our career. What about the career, the career may be important or not important. You know, money motivates some people, it doesn't motivate. Oh, what is important to you? You need to sit down and say, what is important to me? Loyalty, commitment, dependability, honesty, humor, creativity, commitment. We can go on. There's like lists of these things that, that are important. But um, And these are just some examples that I want you to think about. You know, a good idea is to sit down, write down, 
your five, five things that are very important to you, just important to you. Don't think about anything else. You know, if you're thinking about a relationship, what is important to you? If you're thinking about your marriage going into the future, what is important to you and why? And now sit down and say, let's talk about this. And you can cover areas like, you know, our, our social life, our family life, our children, our finance, our romance, etc. You know, you can cover those areas, but think about those main areas and then think about what is important to you and discuss them. Values provide the foundation upon which everything else is built. That's why I called it the building the foundation, because the values, your core values, what is important to you, provides the foundation upon which everything else is built. Everything else is built upon that. So if you're building a company, if you're building an organization, if you're building a corporation, values become the, you know, your mission statement gets hung on the wall. The vision is where, where you're going and you're communicating that vision. But your values is the glue that binds the, the, the whole thing together and keeps it moving in, in the right direction. It keeps it moving because that is the culture. That's what you live out. That's what you express that's what you uh, implement, not implement, but you, that's what you behave, is the values. You behave the values. And one way or another, it's going to come out. So you are behaving your values. You're deciding upon your values. You're acting according to your values. One way or another, that's what you're doing. And, and that's going to affect the relationships or the relationship. And specifically, we are talking about your relationship within the context of your marriage as a leader. So, because as lead, as leaders, one of the things that we often do is we're so focused on our career, our organization, our, you know, whatever we're doing, in our, whether you're manage, manager, and really, you know, relationships work for everybody. It's everybody's, uh, it's everybody's life, really, is relationships. It's the it's the currency of life is your relationships. Everybody works with them. And that one specific one, that your spouse, your marriage relationship, your partner is the important one that you need to work with. If, you, if you're failing in that one, it doesn't matter how much success you have in your organization. If you fail in that one, it's basically leaving you a liability in life. So... That's why I'm doing this on Saturdays for you, to encourage you, to inspire you, to think about things and to give you some practical tips that you can make adjustments. That's what I do every day on the Leadership Boost podcast. I bring something, a thought, a principle, a point every day to, to help you just adjust in your leadership of your life, leadership in your, in your career, leadership in your organization, in your business, whether you're solopreneur, entrepreneur, um, Senior management, the middle management, lower management, it doesn't matter. Every day, if we're making adjustments, we can make a difference, we can make an impact. And as a husband or as a wife, you can have a tremendous impact in your relationship right where you are today. Don't, don't wait for everywhere else. This one is important. This one is important. All right. So thank you for being with me and I appreciate you spending time with me. We've gone over time again, but this is an important one that I like to share every Saturday with you is bringing you Relationship Saturday. For my American friends and family, I hope you've been having a great Thanksgiving weekend. And until Monday, when we catch up with another episode from the Leadership Boost, this is Sean saying over and out. Bye.